welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about etiquette for your first job. I would like to share a story about a first job. This story happened recently. I think it is important to share it with anyone who will be working in corporate world. Entering the corporate world can be extremely exciting, especially if you are landing your first job. You finally got the opportunity to apply for a position and got hired. Jennifer submitted a resume for a position as a marketing coordinator. Her resume was selected amongst others. She passed her first interview. She was selected for the second round of interviews. I was in an interview with the VP for me to give him feedback. I had a chance to review her resume before the interview. While I was reading it, I saw she wanted to be a manager. Every role she had, she always was the leader. At the time of the interview, I asked her a simple question. It is not a manager position. How do you feel about it? Her response was off. I asked twice again. And she again never answered the question. When we left the room, John asked me what I thought. I told him she wanted to become a manager, which will never happen for her. If they hired her, she is not going to stay. I give her three months before she quits. John gave her feedback to the hiring manager. So Jennifer got hired despite the warning. Her first day arrived. She was cheerful, so were we. As she was doing the round to meet and greet people, she did stop by my desk with another person from the marketing team. I greeted her with a big smile, looking forward to having her on board working and keeping up with all of the website. As I was giving her some of the rundown on tasks the sales team was expecting to have her do for them, her face was starting to unravel. I could see by looking at her, she wasn't going to do anything of that sort because she was way over her head. The next day, she was in the office around 8 a.m. I didn't heard her coming. She was sitting on the other side of the partition wall from me. Pat arrived a couple of minutes after her. I greeted him. Before he had a chance to respond to me, we heard her starting to complain about the fact it was too early for her. She never gets up that early. She was tired. This went on for a few minutes. While she was complaining, Pat and I looked at each other with a stunned expression on our faces. She proceeded to sit down. Pat finally had a chance to greet me back. Her choice of clothing wasn't the best either. She came to work for three days in extremely short skirt and see-through dresses. It took her four days until she finally got the hint it wasn't the right choice of clothing to wear at work. In the same time, she finally got the dress code more appropriate. Her voice went somehow raspy. For the next three months, we had to endure this fake raspy voice. She had a very nice natural voice, but somehow decided to use the raspy voice that sounded like fingernails on a chalkboard. It was cold in the office. She decided to bring a blanket. Yes, you heard it right. A full-size blanket. I didn't realize she did that until one day she got up, went to pick up something from the printer, wearing this like a sick person. It wasn't a big office, but customer, vendors, and partner will visit every day. As the time passed, she could not pick up the work she was supposed to do. She always complained about being tired all the time. 
It wasn't going well. After three months, she finally gave her notice. A friend of hers got her a job as an office manager in another company. For the newly fresh out-of-school person, you need to take a few things into consideration from this true story. When applying for a job, make sure you have a full grasp of the job description. During your initial interview with the hiring manager, have them explain to you the job in details. As for their expectation of the candidate that would like in that position. If you are lacking one specific skills, take the time to learn it or like I would say, get a crash course. So when you are on a job, you can at least have a grasp of what to do. Taking on a job for the first time, you are going to do what we all have done. Jump with both feet and trying to learn to swim. Not fun the first week but it gets better. It is overwhelming. You are going to spend long hours at work. Most people do not grasp that notion. They think, oh, I will do eight hours and I am done. You will most likely be spending nine to 10 hours on average to get things done. When accepting a new job, remember the company sets the working hours, not you. If you are used to staying in bed in the morning, do not accept a job that starts early. You will be tired and no one likes to listen to a complainer about the hours. They have the same hours you do. In the case of Jennifer, I used to be at the office between 3.30 a.m. and 5 a.m. So I had a very surprised look on my face when she was complaining about having to get up that early. The dress code. I talked about it in my previous blog. Showing up wearing inappropriate clothing will make you stand out but not for the right reasons. You do not need to spend thousands of dollars for a wardrobe. You can go to the thrill shop. There is online discount website, to name a few. When I started in corporate, we had to wear suits. I was able to find some at the thrill shops or events like the Cancer Society garage sales. It did not break the bank to get what I needed. Even with a tight budget like I had, I was able to get my wardrobe started. Now let's talk about the latest trend. The 20-somethings women are doing right now. Raspy voices. It seems like younger ladies are doing it for whatever reason. It is neither sexy or cool if your voice is not raspy by nature. It is quite irritating. Everyone at the office was appalled by it. It is so fake, you could hear it. I personally, at time, had to use my headphone set, turning the volume up to not hear it. If you are doing it, ladies, please stop. To be honest, Jennifer had a very nice voice during the interview. Use your natural voice. If you want to be sexy outside of work, speak softly. This will do the trick. Now something funny. Wearing your blanket in the office. This one was a first. You are not at home, but in a working environment. Co-workers, managers, clients, vendors, suppliers are walking around you. Imagine for a moment, your client coming for the first time in your office for a meeting. You see someone walking around with their blanket look like a sick person. What would be your first thought? The first thing that will come to mind is that person sick? If so, I'm not staying but leaving. I do not want to catch what they have. What kind of company will make someone sick working in the office? 
you are representing your company, does it look professional to you? I must admit, when I saw it, I was laughing for hours. And I'm still laughing because it was hilarious to just come across this. Oh my goodness. I admit it, it was cold in the office. Therefore, I always had my pashmina or a duster. Remember, this is not your home. This is a work environment. Regardless of the size of the companies, in the past where I worked, we had maintenance installing filter air diffuser and it helped to disperse the air evenly through the office instead of being blasted in one area. So this is something that can be adjusted. You can even buy it at Home Depot or Lowe's. Those are very simple things that can help. And I seeing um, companies, several companies are doing it because when you get the air blasting on your shoulders all day long, you can end up sick to start with, but it's so cold, it's unbelievable. Sometimes you even felt you were in a refrigerator. Working for the first time in corporate, you need to make the distinction it is not a fraternity, neither a sorority house. We are not old buddies. We do not want to know all about your binges drinking the night before. Do not call us hey, but by your first name. The fridge is not your personal testing ground, especially if this is not your food. When there is a luncheon, use your good manners, meaning do not put half of the dish on your plate. Other people would like to eat. So for the newbies, and it's a nice reminder as well, and probably you guys who have been working for corporate world for many years, you probably have some fun stories about when you started or when you saw other people starting in their position. But you need to keep in mind for everybody we're not your happy family. This is a work environment. People are forgetting you're going to accept a job for the first time. You need to realize this is a work environment. But it feels like the millennial generation doesn't get it. Uh, it feels like they think it's still a big party. They think that we need to, we're all buddies. We're not all buddies. We have work to do. Hearing what I heard the first time was unbelievable, especially when you have somebody who showed up at like 8 o'clock in the morning and she was tired, oh my God. And you're like, really? I've been here for like 3.30 in the morning. I'm cheapy, yippy, skippy. I'm good. And you're complaining because you're here. Don't complain. Don't say about, well, I used to get up in the afternoon. Well, honey, this is life. If you don't like it, maybe you need to do something else. But we don't want to hear people complaining. The dress code is something that is extremely important as well because it's reflecting the company and who you are. So as the newbie, I can tell you Jennifer was nice. She was a nice girl. But a lot of people will not talk to her because of her raspy, fake voice that she was using. And it's the 20-something. And she's not the only one because I was speaking with other individuals who were telling me the same thing. Yes, a raspy voice can be a very sexy, cool voice. But if it's not yours, you're not going to go like that for hours because oh my god, this is horrible to hear. Use your real voice. You don't need to go raspy because you think it's sexy. It's like, I feel like hearing somebody dying and he's like, come on, stop. Don't do it anymore. It was terrible, but it's the new trend. That trend is horrible. Please stop. 20-something, stop. Use your real voice. Your voice is beautiful. You do not need to alter your voice. The food 
Now, that's another thing too, the food. A lot of companies do that too. They have free Fridays where they, if they meet their goals, if the company is doing good, they do a luncheon. Remember, you have other employees around that would like to have some food. So before you decide to put half of the dishes in your plate and the plate is ready to, you see the plate, it's like barely holding it. And you have a line of 15 people behind you. Well, guess what, buddy? This is not a free-for-all. You need to learn to share and take appropriate portion of food so everybody can enjoy it. And I have seen it a few times that the last last five or six person could not even have a taste of the main dish because everybody in the front helped themselves. Or you have to run in the front of the line be first and wait to be able to get some, knowing you have the big eaters in the back. Or you need to order more food. Instead than counting for 15 people, order for 25 because you know you have boys eat more than girls and they're going to pack up that plate. So that needs to be done. But the first time when you look at a job, make sure, and that's the critical part of it, make sure you can do the job or you have an understanding. That girl, when I was interviewing her, because I'm a sixth sensory, I'm a psychic, I knew because he wanted my feedback about that individual, even though she was working directly, she was part of a marketing group, but she was working on our staff. I sat down with him to give him an honest feedback, not based on that girl, but based on what she was capable to do. And when I read her resume, the red flag that I saw was her five years plan. And I probably will do a, I'm going to do a, a blog and I will do a podcast about five years plan because for me, five years plan doesn't mean anything at all. When people ask, what are you going to do in five years? Well, what I'm doing today is going to decide what I'm going to do tomorrow. I don't know what I'm going to be in five years. I could be dead. I could win at the lottery. I could be retired. I could be in the moon. Who knows where I'm going to be in five years? Doing five years plan is something I will develop on that um, a bit more. But I'm not in agreement with the five-year plans unless you have a company and for people, it all depends where we are and what life brings us. But looking at her resume, it was interesting to see that she really wanted to become a manager. And I believe during the initial interview, something must have triggered her that she thought she would be sitting back and managing. And when people are thinking, especially newbies who are coming into corporate, thinking, oh, I want to be a manager, they think a manager is sitting down and do nothing and supervise people. There is more to it than sitting down and think you're going to look at your flock and just say, oh, well, they're going to do the job for me. No, 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 no. Most of the time, you're going to have to roll up your sleeves and work by your side of your people. That's what you do. And they don't have that full grasp. Having the title of managers, again, uh, title doesn't mean anything because if you cannot do and perform your job, you can be any titles and you want, you will still not be able to do it and to perform your job. And I know for some people, I probably will share stories later on of individuals who really wanted their title because they wanted to be above everybody. Leave your ego alone and work with your spirit because it's you're not going to go anywhere with her with it either. In regard and by going back to Jennifer, when I talked to her, she could not even answer that simple question. The only thing she told me when I asked her, it is not a manager position. How do you feel about it? The only answer she could say to me was, oh, I'm coachable. 
okay, honey, but that's not a question I ask you. I don't care if you're coachable. That's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you how you feel to do not be in a position of a manager, but taking direction from people. That is essential. Are you comfortable with that or not? Again, same answers. I'm coachable. I'm sorry, dear. You did not answer my question. And I was that was the only question I asked her during the interview. I watched her and she played very smooth. It wasn't truthfully and I know she would not stay because her ambition was to sit down and become a manager. When they approached me and I talked to her and I said to tell her, oh, you're going to be taking care of the website, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, her face started to unravel and I was smiling in my head and like, oh my goodness, sweetie, you know nothing, isn't it? She could not catch up on anything. She was overwhelmed because she told during the interview she could handle the website. Unfortunately, she did not grasp what we were doing. She did not do anything. For three months, she actually did not do anything. We were pre- preparing for a conference and I had to take over most of the stuff that she was supposed to do because she could not do it. Or she did not have the sense of urgency as well. You need to have a sense of urgency. It's not like you decide when you decide. A company doesn't work on your own time. It works on the time of the company. So when you need to do sales, when you need to do marketing campaign, when you need to be a creative mind, when you are a QA, when you are an engineer, it's not on your own time when you decide by next week I'm going to start to do something. It's we need to get it done now. We need to release now because you need to be profitable. It's not by sitting in your chair and not doing it that by magic money is going to appear. It doesn't. Again, the newbie, when you're taking on a job and you have no idea or you're, you cannot meet deadlines because you're lost, don't accept a job that's telling you, uh, you're going to be doing website. You're going to be maintaining website. Uh, you're going to be creating marketing campaign and you don't have a clue. If you have the basics and can do it, fantastic, great. But if you can't, focus on something else. I know you're going to say, well, everybody have the right to pick the job. Yes, not a problem. You have your ideal job, good. But you need to be a self-starter, a go-getter, If you can sell yourself, market yourself, should I say, if you can market yourself very well, this is fantastic, this is great, this is beautiful. But if you cannot deliver, this is an unfolding disaster. That girl could not deliver it. Not because she did not try it, but because this was over her head. This was something she could not do. She was able to get the job she wanted with the title she wanted at the end of the day. She wanted to become a manager. She became an office manager. Good for her. It was a better fit for her. That's for sure. But you need to be cautious. You need to be cautious on going and realize that, wow, oh my God, this is absolutely not what I um, I went for. And this is not what I was expecting. It could be um, a very difficult and stressful situation to do it, to to, re- to be in a position where whatever you thought was for your job is the opposite of what you wish for. So... For the people who are coming into the job market and getting their first job, you need to be extremely cautious of what you want. Sell yourself, but don't oversell yourself. We all had our first job experience. Then it could have been good or bad. Or we can realize that it was so overwhelming, we were challenged, we were not expecting what we had. Those are great experiences. But you need to remember, this is not your home. This is a work environment. You need to deliver. 
And if you oversell yourself into a position, then you cannot do it. You need to find a way or one, you need to learn very quickly the skills and be able to perform the job or two, walk away, get another job. If you cannot perform the job, the company will not keep you. They will, within two, three months, let you go. Wear appropriate clothing and you should have seen it as well. If you're going to an interview and you're seeing the people around the offices, that gives you an idea on how to dress as well. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. On our next podcast, we're going to stay on a little lighter side and it's going to be stay off my food. As we talk about job etiquette, which is a great reminder for everyone, it's a nice reminder on behavior. And for people who are looking for a new job, same thing. If there are some few tips that I give about the job, about everything else, I should help you as well. Now, stay off my food should be good because I have some few stories on snacks, on luncheon, on people stealing or tasting food of others off the fridge. This should be fun. We need to talk about this because I have so many stories. It's funny. I wanted to share it with you. Have a beautiful day and talk to you later. Bye-bye.